This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. I talked to a couple of Texas friends, subscribers, last weekend, and I asked them if what I was seeing on television of the huge Dust Bowl-like clouds was accurate. Both described their drought as horrendous and terrible, much worse than last year. One had corn and cotton planted and said the irrigators were going 24-7. The corn was boot-top high, and so he said that major water needs were still coming. He said that unless there was some rain soon to help out, the result was not going to be good for either crop. He just paid $31,000 for a tanker of diesel fuel to power pivots and was thankful that most of them were powered by electricity. The others said that they were going to plant cotton, pump enough water to satisfy the crop insurers, and then collect crop insurance. Neither saw any end to their drought. I brought up Dr. Elwin Taylor's 89-year drought cycle predicting Dust Bowl-like conditions for this century centered on Oklahoma, just like the last stretch in the 1930s. Taylor targeted the worst year as 2025, but as these are multi-year droughts, 2022 starts the window. A farm had come up for sale, and one of my Texas friends checked out financing. He was blown over when told that a 25-year loan was now 6.5% from farm credit. That reminded him that they have paid the 1% dividend, reducing the actual rate. But conditions change, and there is no guarantee of dividends. He also checked out a 30-year loan from a couple of insurance companies who were both still around 4.5%, but that there was no early paydown. It is a set 30-year loan. The cost of financing a farm has already gone up and will go higher. Short-term rates have diverged with long-term ones and are flirting with inverting. The era of really cheap money has ended. The Fed traded getting through the pandemic without a recession or depression by flooding the economy with cash surging the money supply so that inflation has taken hold. They overdid it with liquidity. They understand that now, given 2020 hindsight. They may now be forced to overdo it with tightening to suck the excess liquidity out of the economy to quell inflation. This was a perfect storm of zero interest rates, surging money supply from the Fed, expanding its portfolio, fiscal stimulus, and the release of pent-up pandemic demand. Now throw in the war between the West and Russia, It would take almost a miracle to finesse Fed policy to unwind all that they have done to deflate inflation without some kind of a slowdown or recession. The U.S. economy, however, is in the best shape, though, of all others, so the strong U.S. dollar has broken par. There's a lot about this economy that they are not in control of. We have a huge federal debt that they'll no longer have the luxury of near-zero interest rates to finance. I think that inflation will be hard to kill and that energy and food production supply chains are being so disrupted that efficiencies that have delivered cheap food have been destroyed while demand is not. Throw in the drought reminiscent of the 1930s in the U.S. this decade and commodity surpluses of anything are potentially a long way off. We have looked at price divergences from crop insurance guaranteed prices. First for soybeans. The 15-year average for November soybeans is 20% of the crop insurance price set, which is $17.16. Four outliers in 07, 10, 12, and 2016 averaged 40% above insurance, which is $20 a bushel. I believe we have enough fundamental divergence from average to reach for the extremes ahead. We could have multiple shots at $17 soybeans for a while. 
The way that I interpret this is that our pricing targets for November soybeans are in a range from $17.16 to $20 a bushel. I think that current fundamentals support this being another outlier year. Now for corn, for the past 15 years, the December corn average high has been 23% above insurance, which would be $7.26 this year. The market reached that average price target Tuesday. In years 08, 12, and 21, the high average 47% above crop insurance, which would be $8.67 this year. April 11th was the first day to plant corn here and be covered by crop insurance. No one was planting here. Given conditions in the weather forecast, it may be a while before planters can run in earnest. We are losing the front end of our planting window. Given tight balance sheets, these markets will be super sensitive to weather. We may be nearing a planting season high, but as noted, if a high pressure dome sets up over the corn belt this summer, then the extremes are no longer that extreme. The range for pricing targets is from 726 to 867 for December corn. Another way to look at it is that if it falls back out of that range, it should become a buying opportunity. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.